You said their marketing people did a good job. Social media took it from there. I mean, they overshot, you know, the the the, the demand as far as the supply goes. Like they ran out. I know, mean, they, what type of economics is that? Like you actually, this is that like you? <laughs> well, I mean, it, they should have been charging more for them. Now would have cut. Did, I didn't think much of it personally, like I said, but maybe that's because I'm more of a grilled chicken type of person. <laughs> Today, what? Hey, man, well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a hamburger guy, so you know, I, I, I didn't think much either. Guys, if you believe we can change the narrative, if you believe we can change our communities, if you believe we can change the outcomes, then we can change the world. I'm Rob Richardson. Welcome to Disruption Now. Welcome to Disruption Now. I'm your host and moderator, Rob Richardson. I'm James Keys. I'm Tunde Guamana. At Disruption Now, we like to disrupt common narratives and constructs around black people. So, of course, today we have to talk about fried chicken and black people. I mean, what's more stereotypical than that? So if you've been hiding under a rock or you haven't been paying any attention to social media or black Twitter or Twitter in general, then you have no idea what the great debate we're about to talk about. One of the most important things going on, of course, the great chicken debate. Is it Popeye's? Is it, is it Chick-fil-A? So this has been trending. And I, and I must admit, look, I did not think this would be trending when I first, when this first came up on the radar, we talked about this about a week ago. I said, well, we're probably going to miss this opportunity because, you know, we have been off with disruption now. But lo and behold, over a week later, we're still talking about damn chicken. So let's have the conversation. And I must admit, I mean, it kind of caught in my head. Oh, God, stop playing it. Stop, stop. That's enough. Now, look. I really was tempted to go out and get a chicken sandwich. I, I, I had to just revert back to myself. I thought about it. I mean, damn, if people are outside waiting in line for a, an hour and a half for some damn chicken, I said, this must be some pretty damn good chicken. But then I smacked myself and thought about it again and said, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't do that because that might be kind of silly. But I don't know. I think a lot of things are going on in this country. And the fact is, we are, a lot of us are caught up in Who's better, Chick-fil-A or Popeyes? I have to, first of all, give it to the data scientists and the marketers of Popeyes. Damn, they've done a great job because they've, 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 they've made this thing trend. People are going out and waiting, taking up their whole damn Saturdays to get a damn fried chicken sandwich with pumped with hormones. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not here to judge. I get it. I was tempted to do it. But then, I, like I said, I had to just smack myself. What did you guys think about this? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't go get a chicken sandwich. Uh, <laughs> Why but- not, man? I, oh, I, I'm just not you a chicken sandwich chicken? person. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a chicken sandwich person. You uh, know, okay. I want chicken, and you know, I'll, I'll make. I'll, I want some grilled. You don't chicken. like fried chicken. Fried chicken's good, but you know, you, I'm not. Uh, it's not. I wait an hour and a half in line. I'm kidding. No. Yeah, it's not wait wait an hour and a half in line. You know, it's not that good. But either way, I mean, it, it's fine. I mean, people were excited about it. Like you said, their marketing people did a good job. Social media took it from there. I mean, it, they overshot you know the, the 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 demand as far as the supply goes. Like they ran out. I know, mean, they, what type of economics is that? Like you actually, oh, I'll cuss. Oh, well, but like you, you what, what type of economics is that? Like you, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it, they should have been charging more for them. Now would have cut down the lines and that would have, you know, like they, they would have slowed it down. You know, they could have charged, I know, you know, people like that chicken apparently would have bought it. Yeah. But you know, I mean, it, it's, I, I think you can have fun with it from the standpoint of, you know, it's something new and then, you know, people get excited about things and then people are talking about it. Everybody wants to see it for themselves and so forth. So, I mean, yeah, that's something that's this light, you know, nobody's, you know, has to, to say they, that that's somebody's their enemy. Like Popeye's isn't out there saying that Chick-fil-A is their enemy. They're just, you know, trying to make money, trying to have business. Yep. And, you know, it, so it was cool. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think much of it personally, like I said, but maybe that's cause I'm more of a grilled chicken type of person. <laughs> Today, what? Hey, man, well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a hamburger guy, so you know, I, I, I didn't think much either. Now, it's 
like you said, I, 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 I hope it's all in fun with everyone. Um, no one takes it too serious. I guess we, 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 as a country, probably need something else to focus on than a lot of the serious issues we know that are out there. Um, what's interesting for me personally is you guys brought this to my attention. It made me realize because I don't spend that much time anymore on social media. Yeah, so yeah you're old, dog, but go ahead. How much? Yeah, <laughs> I'm the dinosaur here. But I... Um, so it made me realize how much, uh, how many things I'm probably missing by not being on a social media. <laughs> you're <laughs> missing out chicken, man. You consider this missing something? Like, I don't no, think you I'm missed anything. Like, 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 but I'm just saying, like, obviously this isn't serious stuff. It's all fun, but it's more like I'm missing some of this fun stuff too. And I'm stuck always yeah. being, you know, looking at the serious stuff. So, But it tells yeah, you though, the power of marketing though, right? I mean, think yeah, about exactly. it. We talked, we talked about this offline and we're going to talk about this in another episode when we talk about the great hack. While this is not a serious, this is serious, this is fun driving people's behavior towards getting chicken. You know, there's a lot of ways that data scientists and marketing is now driving people's behavior. If what, I, what I think is people don't even realize it. Like I said, I thought about getting this damn chicken sandwich. I haven't eaten a chicken sandwich in a long damn time, but I was like, damn, I'm thinking about getting the chicken. I said, wait, wait, <laughs> am I being manipulated? Well, but that's some of that they can't replicate though, because some of that is the lines, you know, like anytime there's something going on and you see a line out the door, you hear about lines here and there, the natural inclination is to say, oh, well, what are they waiting in line for? Right. I want what they're, what they're waiting in line for. People are waiting in line. I want to have one too. But they started so it though. That organic thing, that organic piece. And then also, I mean, you can't overlook the idea, the, the fact that MSG is addictive on your brain. So, you know, like you sell an addictive chemical in your chicken, you know, whether it's Chick-fil-A or Popeye's, you know, or KFC, like that's going to make people want more. So, you know, like that, you put all that together. And then I think, but I think this was viral more than anything. Like, right. I don't think Popeye, obviously Popeye's didn't think it was going to take off like this. So they would have had a, a, a greater supply. Maybe. You know, so, maybe. Hey, wait, wait. Have you been to a Popeye's before? Like, the serve, <laughs> like, like <laughs> Popeye's like, this isn't, I don't this know. Isn't you're giving them too much franchise. This is, this isn't the local franchise though. This is like company wide corporate said to whatever wholesale food producer, we need X number of chicken breasts for these sandwiches. Okay. I got and you. But they undershot on. it. Wait, 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 wait. Have you ever though been to, I've been to a Popeye's in Cincinnati and I've been to New Orleans and the service is pretty much the same. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, so it's never been that great. But that's what I'm saying, though. The so, people in Cincinnati, the people in New Orleans aren't in the back rustling up chickens. No. Like, the, the people who are getting the chickens to the stores are the people who undershot it. The people in the stores can only cook what they have. I mean, they, so, I mean, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, they, they undershot it, you know, by any measure because people still want it. I mean, maybe they're going to do like the McRib. You know, maybe they'll just bring it back, you know, every now and again and kind of rotate it around. Like, yo, the chicken sandwich is here. And people follow the McRib. So we'll probably hear about chicken sandwich pop-ups. Oh, the chicken sandwich is in, you know, Kentucky now. People are just driving to Kentucky to get the chicken sandwich. Maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe that's all part of their plan. I don't know. But it seems to me like they undershot it. And, you know, people were feeling it. They didn't, they, they couldn't fulfill it all. You or know, there wasn't so a connection between the data scientists, the marketers and the actual practitioners That's what I'm saying. The I, think there's a vi- I think there's a viral element though. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, I think that they underestimated the viral, how, how this would go viral. And then they would end up with everybody wanting chicken sandwiches, you know, within reason. They like, because yeah, it became black a people thing. and fried chicken. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just black people buying it though. That's true. You know, like, that's true. What I'm saying. No, but that's but what I'm saying. Like, like, I, I think there's <laughs> something else that should be identified here is because I, I realize it with my deficiency with um, my deficiency in social media and, and technology. Because you guys are making good points. And this is another example, I think, of where technologies move so fast that to your point, Jimmy, I agree with you. It's not the franchisees' fault necessarily. There, there wasn't the supply chain infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. Make sure, but I'm going to blame some on Popeyes, like, but go ahead. I'm gonna, 
I'm going to assume that the the real executive level guys at Chick Fil A, sorry, at Popeyes, at any of these companies are older than us, right? They're probably older than guys <laughs> that are in early forties. So my point is saying that yeah, you're old. They're ancient. Go ahead. I didn't. Yeah, if I didn't, <laughs> like I never. If you guys didn't bring this up, I probably would have never heard of it at all. And so my point is saying that. The, the leaders at Popeye's probably didn't realize literally to your point, Jimmy, how viral something can get. And it goes back to even like you alluded to, we're going to have the show on the great hack. It just, this is another example of just this whiplash of, of technology and the non-traditional means. That's what I mean that I must be missing a lot of stuff because I'm not, I'm, I'm still looking at traditional advertisements and print and TV and all that. <laughs> right. It tells me that there's a lot going on out there on the internet that I got no idea about. Yeah. <laughs> but, sure. so that, that, but that may make you more productive, though, at the end of the day. Because yeah, like, there's a lot going on in the internet it's just as far as passing time, you know, which again, I have no problem with. Like, I don't have yeah. time to look, but it's, it's, it's also reminds me that I guess there's a lot going on that I'm, I guess, missing, not, and, and maybe in a positive or negative way, but it's just interesting. It's, it goes again, like, again, the great hack and some of these things we've seen that it doesn't take a lot of money and resource anymore to really make something shoot around the world and go viral, to your point. Yeah, and I think this, this Popeye's things is a good example of, I'm sure the whole company got caught off guard. They probably thought they were being cute with a few posts here and there or something. And then, like you're saying, this thing just replicates. And, and it's pretty amazing, actually. It that is. Now, Half the country or more is stopped to talk about chicken sandwiches. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. But and, and we got a trade war with China. We got trillion dollar deficits. We got all this. And we're sitting here. People were getting into fist fights and lines over chicken. <laughs> and this is what I know. So this is the, the, the good positive out of this is David Ledbetter. I want to talk about the high school student yeah. in North Carolina yeah. that said, OK, there's lines going out here. People waiting in lines. Let me go register some voters. So. You know, really kudos to him for just taking the initiative and seeing a moment where people are waiting in line for chicken. Like, let's make sure that they're actually registered to vote. I want to say this with an election coming up hour and a half. We could, if anybody can wait for an hour and a half for some chicken for some greasy hormone injected, which I'm sure was great. I'm sure it was good going down. But whatever. If you can wait in line for that, we need to wait in line for elections because damn, nah, like, you're missing it, man. You're missing it. Yo, this is how you get people out to vote. Wait, <laughs> what you want to after people vote, you give them a thing for a free chicken sandwich for Popeyes. And Popeyes. <laughs> yes. And, and, and that's it. That's the move. And so it's like, hey, like that should be a pack. We should have a political action committee that gives Popeyes, out Popeyes, Popeyes chicken sandwiches for anybody who votes. You, you vote. You, wow. like, you know, we should fundraise for that. Hey, we can have record turnout in the, in the elections <laughs> if we just offer chicken sandwiches. Or, we, hey, if we, can, we can broaden it out beyond chicken sandwiches. Hey, let's run right into the stereotype and let's give them watermelon too, okay? Um, <laughs> this is not a stereotype. Yo, this isn't about a stereotype. This is about something that you see motivates people to get out of, out of their house and stand in line. What do you have to do to, to, to vote? You have to get out of your house and stand in line. Let's use something that we see <laughs> clearly gets people to out of their house and to stand in line. And let's, 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 there's a synergy there. And it's, it's not stereotype. It's it, if, if, you know, anything had people out like that. Chicken and registration. Damn. Listen, I'm, yeah, anything. I'm out of sadness because you're right. That's why I'm laughing because you're, you're actually right. And it's, it's to your point. People will go stand in line for an hour and a half for a chicken sandwich, but not two 
decide help decide something that will affect their life for real so but you're to, right to, so to some degree that's understandable though but to some degree that's understandable if you're hungry you go stand in line for an hour and a half you get a chicken sandwich you're not hungry anymore problem solved if you are upset with the way things go in the world and you go stand in line for an hour and a half and vote there's no guarantee that that's gonna make anything better and so you understand like the psychological reward what we need to do is combine the two and say hey like you'll get hungry waiting in line to vote so we will solve that problem for you but and, and I'm, I don't say that facetiously either. Like voting can seem like something like, well, why would I waste my time? But, you know, it, it's not going to make a difference anyway. It, it, it overlooks the fact that we need people to participate in, in the elections because our system is set up at, with people vo- for people to vote. And if you don't vote, then you're empowering the people. You're giving them more power who may not have your best interest in heart. Yeah. You know, so like it's, so the, the, if you really want to apply scrutiny to the mindset of, well, should you vote? Should you not vote? Then, yes. Obviously, I think it's obvious that people should vote and should do what it takes to get in there. But at the same time, like it's not an easy solution, problem solution. Like I'm hungry. I'll go get a chicken sandwich. I'm not hungry anymore. Boom. Yeah. It tasted good. And so I understand why people would be more motivated to that because that solves their problem. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, while we've while a lot of the nation has been trending towards chicken discussing Popeye's Chick-fil-A, I guess now KFC has come out with a vegan chicken chicken now so it, that's all selling out too so whatever this is getting weirder really? and weirder yes. I, I missed that one yeah hey it's new hey, you gotta keep up man it, it moves fast <laughs> it moves fast I gotta check my Facebook account yeah so now you get some vegan chicken it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be pretty good anyway meanwhile while we're in the chicken wars you can't vote for chicken and, and what we what, what did happen this week is that the FEC which is the Federal Elections Commission the, the entity that is charged with enforcing election laws to make sure foreign governments and others don't cheat in our national elections, it's been pretty much shut down. Mitch McConnell has decided that we don't need to have a, a, a quorum on there, which means you need to have enough people so it can actually do its job. They decided, oh, what the hell? There's actually this investigation out here in the, in, into the Trump campaign seeing if the, if the Russians actually gave money uh, through the NRA to Trump. They said, nah, that probably wouldn't be good for the election. Never mind if it actually makes sure that we have a free and fair elections. Never mind if this is the only way to enforce the rules. But while we are all focused on chicken or whatever the entertainment, Kim Kardashian or whatever it is, this this moment, the whole fabric of our society could actually be going in a whole other direction. We might not have free and fair elections. So I'm all cool with chicken, but I want to make sure if we can whatever we can do to get people engaged, to be vigilant, to see because that should be trending, but it's not because I, I just think people have like neutral, just like kind of just turned off politics and just said whatever now. I mean, that's what worries me that, you know, people are so I think this chicken is going to be something else. It's not that it's chicken. It's not just black people. We're obviously just po- poking fun there. Everybody just wants to be distracted into something that's not politics right now. And I actually get that. Tr- I get that inclination. I understand because. I get tired of talking about this. I get tired of talking about the person who's, who's, who's in the White House, who's just doing whatever at every single moment. It just it gets it wears you out. I get it. But there's a lot at stake. And I don't know how to get people to engage in this in the fact that, you know, everything is just so dysfunctional and actually dangerous at this moment. Well, see, if, if you think about it, though, the way the system is set up, it doesn't need people to engage on a day to day basis. You know, like with, with when you have a representative democracy like that, uh, you are as long as you participate in the selection of the people who will be a part of the day-to-day, then that's their job. You're, you're voting for them for that to be their job. The breakdown that we have is that so few people actually participate in the selection of the people that only certain interests are being served. 
You know, that's the interest of the people already in power, the people that are already have privilege and who want to who, who have privilege and want to further leverage that who don't want to make things more fair. They want to make things less fair uh, to want to make sure that that all voters aren't on the same uh, to, on the same page or, or treated fairly under the law and so forth. So those interests right now are advancing. And but I don't think I don't think people need to pay attention every day. What they need to do is, is pay enough attention so that they can participate in the selection, because that's what we need. When when people talk about voting, it's not about you don't have to go every day. You know, you don't have to turn on the news every day. Some of it is just the and you don't have to be overly informed. There are many people who do vote and make decisions on one issue. If somebody's a one one issue voter, that does they're not informed. They're not an informed voter, they, but they care enough to be about that one issue that they're going to make sure they show up. So, I mean, to me, I think you really, you just have to show up. You have to participate in the system to some, uh, to, to a minimal level. If you don't show up again, you empower people who do like for every person that doesn't show up, you're making the person who does show up yeah. that much more powerful. I always say you, you get what you don't vote for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, and, and, and people also, you know, you want to say, oh, well, there's no perfect thing out there. Well, there's, there's, there's degrees though. There are things that are better. There are things that are worse. You know, there are people who don't want people of color to vote. There are people who say that people of color, this isn't your country. This is my country, not yours, you know, or you go back to where you're from or whatever. And it's like, like that, there are people who are voting on those interests. And so if, if you want to be in a country where all men are created equal and treated fairly under the law and treated equally, equally under the law, then you have to vote for people who best approximate that for you or else if you sit out, then the people who don't want that stuff to happen or who want to roll that stuff back a hundred years or 150 years, those are the people that you're empowering. Yep. Yeah, and I think um, you, you hit something on the head, Jimmy, with the, um, you know, just the example of there's some people that may not want people of color to vote or be in the country versus others. And I think what we're seeing this, 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 this kind of tug of war in the country over the last, it's been forever, but, but pronounced more now, I think, in the last decade because of things like social media and the ability to get people's emotions up a lot, a lot uh, quicker and a lot easier than maybe just traditional print and television did over the last few decades is there are some people that that that's the country they want. And then there's other people, I'd say probably the three of us who wouldn't agree with that. So when we see certain things that, that we think are normal, like someone like a black president, that's not abnormal to us. Um, there is, you know, we, 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 we don't recognize and because we don't really see it and we don't talk directly to people who feel this way because they won't tell us to our face there's actually was a big chunk of this country that they looked at that, whether we agreed or not, as a terrible thing. It was the end of America as they knew it, and they had to do whatever they could to reverse that train. And now the pendulum has swung so far in the other direction that you have a group of people now that are saying, this is crazy, while you have another group that are saying, well, I'll put up with some of this craziness because it's satisfying my emotional need to still feel like my group has somewhat somewhat dominated on power. Right, right. I, mean, I, 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 I can see that. So, so I think that's part of this issue that we have in today's society. And then where I think the, the unknown was is that, you know, the idea of social media and the internet was supposed to be this utopia of free speech and everybody gets along. And I remember Facebook in the early days was like that because all you saw was kittens and babies and all that. But I think what happened is the ability for the internet to silo information Right. And we're going to, and we're going to, yep. And that's the truth. It's humans to want to always be in an echo chamber to only be around stuff that we agree with. And and that was on purpose. That was on purpose because the goal, 
they wouldn't tell you the goal was to, to get people to turn against people, but the goal is to engage by any means necessary. Correct. Oh, and it's so, like the news. It's right. like cable news, but on steroids, because now right. we can get it on our phone. We can get it at 24 hours a day. And so I think that um, that that's kind of all. It's like if you put all that in one big pot and stir it up, that's a lot of the issues we have today. And, and that leads also to there's no more agreeing on what the facts are. Right. And, and I want to, and I want to get to that because we're probably going to talk about that in a whole nother episode and get ready and get ready to close here. Unless James, you have something else you want to add? Well, no, I mean, that's the, yeah, that's the business model. The, if, if the, if anything on the internet shows you something that you don't want to see or that you would be inclined to disagree with, you're more likely to leave that place. Or if yes. you're on an app and it shows you something that, that challenges your belief, whether your belief is, is well-founded or legitimate or not if you're on if you see something that challenged people who supported obama if facebook kept showing you stuff that said he wasn't born in america you were going the, the, the research shows that you were more less likely to keep going back to facebook they right. kept going back to that facebook app so it, it does silo information but i think we have to recognize that that's the business model you know like the business model is to feed people only what it is that would make them feel good and because then you give them the feel good and you get them hooked like a drug addict. Like, I want that feel good. So I'm going to keep looking back at that because it's going to keep telling me and, stuff and the issue that's is, going to affirm my belief. And yep. And the issue is not and you know, we'll talk about this more. But the issue is not that you get things you even feel good about. The bigger issue is you get things that, that you feel good about that have no basis in fact. You get that, yeah, exactly. and then you get that repeated well, to you yeah, over <laughs> and over and over and over and over again to where you believe that. You're, this is the truth, and anything that doesn't come from these sources is actually a lie. And and so, since we're going to talk about this more, I just want to tell people this: like, you know, I'm glad people are enjoying chicken. Like, go and go enjoy the chicken, right? But make sure that we that we that we do not lose sight of what's going on in this country because it is scary. Nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is promised. The future is not guaranteed. This country is not guaranteed. All of it has to be fought for. Eternal vigilance is the price of freedom. Stay woke if you want to stay free. I'm Rob Richardson. I'm James Keyes. I'm Tunde Romano. And we see you next time.